fellow deep thinkers, welcome to Deeper Meaning Time. Today is a thinker episode 12. And uh, today I wanted to talk about a couple different things. Um, really the first thing I'm going to start with, because it's going to segue into my second topic. The first thing here is, it's kind of just a, a, a short little thing to think about. Yeah, that's about it. You know, so consider, and maybe you have considered this already. Consider that things are connected. Everything's connected, especially nowadays. Uh, we our phones are are connected to um, to the internet, and our TVs are connected to the internet. Everything's connected to the internet, really. Um, and so, and some things are even connected through Bluetooth. And not necessarily through the internet, but through Bluetooth means, or connected through a, a Wi-Fi source or signal. Uh, we we are interconnecting everything in our everyday lives uh, as of today, and it's going to continue, and it's going to get more interconnected, and things are going to become so mainstream um, in means of connectivity that, especially, and I brought this up in a previous episode, especially with 5G. Uh, when, when once 5G becomes readily available for all people, uh, we'll be we'll have moved into a new age of wireless communication and, and interconnectedness uh, with all things, all sources, and uh, we'll be able to instantaneously receive and and uh, and send, you know, all kinds of different things. And that's not just going to apply. To the internet and our phones and all the technology we use that's going to apply to everything and it applies to everything everything essentially is connected uh in a way and and we we can go from from the macro scale of of the everything we see around us in terms of technology in terms of uh how you interact with um your barista how you interact with your clients or your boss, um, everything is sort of, it, it connects in a way. Um, and people don't really see it. You know, you don't really pay attention to the interconnectedness of, of people and of your biology. Um, and I mean, really think about it for a second. You know, we, so when you're walking into, you know, your coffee shop, and uh, let's say you've already been to your coffee shop multiple times, and uh, the barista actually, you know, they don't necessarily know you, they don't know your name, but they know your order, you know. So they they see you walking in, and you walk up, and you go to pay for your coffee, and uh, and they've already started making your order. So, and through you know, and through all the occasions of you of you going there, the the repetition of it, um, and and your confidence in the one product that you that you enjoy you have connected yourself with that barista and and you've connected yourself not only with with you know your your physical need for that uh for that coffee but you've also connected with the type of coffee so i mean you're you're connecting it's kind of it sounds kind of silly but in reality and in nature you are connecting these things as if you're on a map and you're and you're drawing from point A to point B. You you do connect in all kinds of things, and and we are interconnected. And and it's not only um, 
it's not only your your physical and and in your brain you're like I need I want the coffee you know you your body needs the coffee so not only is your physical and conscious ability connected but you're also subconsciously and uh, biologically with what's going on inside your body is telling you to get coffee. The only reason that I wake up in the morning and brew a pot of coffee is not even necessarily, not anymore, maybe in the beginning when I started drinking coffee, uh, it was more just a want. But now my body is so used to it and my mind is so used to it that it requires it. So I've sort of connected my brain with coffee and, and my body with coffee. So I've interconnected all kinds of things, and we interconnect all kinds of things all day long uh, through our lives. It's especially interesting for me because I'm, I'm in a, like I've said before, I'm, I'm sort of in a construction type of field. So the things I'm doing every day are, are working with my hands, and I'm having to uh, connect things. And it's just so strange to think about all of the different things that are connected. There's things like, I mean, just doing electrical, you know, electrical wiring. You're connecting from plug to plug to plug, you know, in a daisy chain to uh, to to generate to get give power to all these plugs all on the same circuit, and that circuit is connected to your breaker panel, and that and and within your breaker panel is are wires which, <clears throat> you know, huge thick gauged wires, which uh, are then run you know out of your house either down underground or up to a pole to a transformer where you're where your power is split to sometimes, you know, four, sometimes just one, uh, you know, your neighbor, whatever, the, the transformer splits its power. So not only, are, you know, technically is your power source coming from your home. It is for you, you know, yes, you're paying for it, spinning your meter, but where it comes from, you know, it's also going to your neighbor's house and where it comes from way down the power lines, it's going to millions of people's homes. So everybody is connected in these little Silly little ways, really. They're not, it's nothing that's, you know, important to our society. But the fact is, is that these things are connected. You know, you're, uh, you're connected through the wires in your, um, in your, in your, uh, in your cat fives and in your cat six cables and you're, you're connected through antenna and you're connected through, um, coaxial cable that runs across the lines again to a, a box and a hub where, all of everybody is connected into one into one uh, server sort of and then it runs down the line farther to a to a server station to a data hub where all of all of our information goes and everything is connected together and the reason I'm talking on this podcast is because I'm connecting through signals to connect to you you know and I'm trying to connect with you uh, by the means of the things that the content I deliver and the things I talk about you know I'm trying to connect with with listeners and I'm trying to get a point across and to get them to connect with other people so that we can build a, a better a better connect a, a grid you know so so we're on this grid let's build a better grid of connectivity um, with better communication you know you when we go and we listen to the media or we get on social media and we see uh, articles fake news misleading articles just just recently just yesterday. CNN posts in the morning, oh, a suspicious package has been found at the White House. That's that's the that's the breaking news I got, you know. And you guys know how I feel about breaking news. If you listen to the the uh, breaking news episode with five G and stuff, I can't stand breaking news. It's not breaking news. And number one, it was a lie. 
uh, it was misleading information to get people to panic, I guess. Why would you say that a package was found at the White House when it wasn't found at the White House? There were no packages at the White House. There was a package, uh, a, a suspicious package at Hillary Clinton's place. Um, apparently there was, a, and, and this is all apparently, you know, I don't even know if I can trust any of this. I'm not, I have not seen any pictures. I haven't seen anything. This could all be, and I haven't even heard about it on the news this morning. It, it could all be just phony, fake. But this morning, again, I did see another, yet another, uh, CNN breaking news that a suspicious package was found at, at Biden's house. One, who really cares anymore? You know, that clearly people aren't all that interested. It's not breaking news. No bombs have gone off. Heck, what do we, a suspicious package? What was in it? Maybe it was birthday cards from a fan, you know, whatever. So the, the point is, is that um, we are all sort of, we're all, we're all connected. And with this, in order to make this connected grid uh, more feasible, more efficient, honest, and truthful, you know, we need to cut out the bad connectivity, which is news and media and all these sources that can mislead us and misinform us. It's not, it's not good. It's not beneficial. And, uh, and it sucks to say, but it's, it's all the millions of old people, older generations of folks in their late 40s and, uh, and, and up. They're, they're glued to their TV screens and they're glued to what it is that, that uh, the media is trying to connect with them about. You know, most of what breaking news is, is geared towards people that are going to panic. People like old people. You know, I, I don't panic. I really could care less about a package, a suspicious package at uh, Obama or Clinton's house. I don't care. It's not affecting my life. And nobody else should care either. And if nobody cared about it, then hell, there probably wouldn't have been a package there in the beginning. But we care so much about the about the news and the connectivity of, of receiving and sending information that we that we become entranced in shit that doesn't matter. What what good did that give you for your day? None. It didn't give you any good. It gave you nothing but negativity. Just pushing negativity, pushing negative thoughts. That's all that media does. They want to connect us with negativity. With more positivity, we could achieve more. It's all this negative crap that they spew in our faces every day that that gets pe drives people not only towards like insanity and to do crazy things, but it drives people to be dumber, to be stupid. Guys, we need to better ourselves or the, or the connectivity of, of what we've created is going to fail us. And we are all going to be a bunch of mindless zombies. You know, we're all just going to be enslaved even worse than we are today to our news and to our politics. You know, it starts with realizing, realizing that, that we are connected in a negative way. But that connectivity is okay. There's nothing wrong with connectivity. Let's be connected. Let's have a connected civilization. But we need to operate it correctly. And so far, we're heading down a very, very poor path. And uh, for you listeners out there, you know, I, I, I want you to heed this as a sort of a warning. Take, take this as a warning. Because with us, 
deeper thinkers and and uh, and some of you listeners i i expect that within years you know we'll, we will be able to sort of have pushed our ideas and our thoughts of of deeper meaning time and and um and all the ideas that we have here and all the things that we're going to share here on Deeper Meaning Time, we, we will we'll push to make them a reality. Because currently our reality is shit. It sucks. I can't, I, I honestly don't even know if I can stand living in America anymore. I, I definitely can't stand listening to America. It's a broken record. And it's been broken for, for years now. And uh, interestingly enough, now that I bring that up, we've actually had since 2013 a major spike in uh, in uh, uh, re- renunciations. I think I'm saying that right. Of your citizenship, people are leaving are are renouncing their citizenship as a, as a U.S. citizen. So, and in 2013, it it spiked and has only gone up since then. Uh, and 2016, making the peak. So clearly there's some issues going on. People are seeing it and people are getting out. Uh, either we all need to take this as a forewarning and we all need to work on getting out or we all need to improve our society and our civilization. And we can't let the stupid government do it for us because they're not going to. They're not gonna. They don't care enough. They just care about money and their politics. And um, so with connectivity, guys, you know, we, we need we need to make sure we're going to be using it right. We need to make sure that if we're going to connect our world and we're going to connect our society in all these different fundamental ways that we treat it right and we do it right so that our interconnectedness of our world is, is beneficial. Uh, as of right now, it is not beneficial. Um, it's beneficial for those that seek out uh, the benefits of this interconnectedness. Um things such as learning you know if you're listening to deeper meaning time then you have obviously done the right thing in connecting in a positive manner to something that is going to help us and uh, and that's kind of you know that is of course just the goal all in all with with deeper meaning time is that we we strive towards a, a better future and a better understanding of of what's uh, what's going on around us and it starts with connecting each and one of us to to this uh, global catastrophe really and, and so that we can all push towards a better a better future for ourselves and, and those around us and uh, <clears throat> so with being connected i've kind of gotten way off topic here but with being connected this is uh the the second sort of segment here for today uh today's thinker episode is uh is remote viewing and if you haven't heard anything about remote viewing i highly suggest you look into it there has been um many CIA projects, there has been uh, all kinds of research, and, uh, and, and all, all, I mean, there's, all aspects of remote viewing have been touched on by either the government or private uh, organizations, and remote viewing, if, if you, if you find yourself interested in this, and, and I highly suggest you get interested in it, because it's something very real that people find to be a myth, phony, whatever you want to call it, um, but, but the, the uh, the way they the way remote viewing works in a sense is it's related to this connectivity the fact that everybody's connected to everything through terms of particles and through terms of uh, germs and bacteria and 
in terms of um, waves and wavelengths and, and light and, you know, just the fact that we all sit around together outside, you know, we are all connected through photons, through photon, from, through electromagnetic radiation of our sun and of, of the photon. We all sit within the same light. We're all sharing in this connectedness. There, there are fundamental connectivities that we deal with every day, but most people probably don't see or realize that they're going on. So remote viewing ties into this because they believe that the reason remote viewing works is because we are all connected through one giant um, higher dimensional consciousness, basically, where all information is stored and where all information can be also obtained. Anything I think about and say, anything anybody thinks about and says, locations, anything on earth that's been seen, that's been... Uh, Every, everybody's everything, and I guess this is a good way to say it. It all goes into this hub. Uh, everything you see and interact with goes into this hub, and it, it's, it's of your mind. And, and, you know, and the fact of the matter is, is think about it. When you, when you think of something, where does that thought really go? You can't follow that thought into its file storage in your brain. You can't watch where it goes when, when, uh, when, when the thought has fleeted out of your mind. Who knows where it went? You know, when you're looking around, when you're looking at out your window or looking at your pet, do you do you do you think about where those thoughts are then going? Where what you're seeing, you know, what your um, what your brain is interpreting, what your eyes are interpreting. Where does that all go when it's done? Uh, within you know within physics it, to bring this up and I you know I'd love to be said if I was wrong I love if someone told me if I was wrong in this little uh, analogy or whatever but it's like uh, it's like in physics where um, the conservation of energy um, is 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 happening you know it's and it's it's happening within within your brain the conservation of, of information really and I, that's what I'm saying I don't know if it's true or not but the energy that is used in your brain when you're thinking of something or the energy that you are receiving as the photons of light and, and the things around you, they can't just pop into your mind and then gone. You know, it doesn't quite work like that. They're not, uh, they're not, they're not particles that just fade in and out of existence. They are, it's energy and it's energy in the form of information and that can't just die out it has to go somewhere and yes it goes into your brain and it gets locked into your brain but what about our consciousness you know things the thing that we don't have much information on the thing that we don't really understand where does information go within our consciousness does it go anywhere well according to people that um take part in in uh, remote viewing research and uh, people that have studied it in the past um, I suggest you look up people such as uh, Lynn Buchanan and Ingo Swan, especially Ingo Swan. He actually has a, a good book out, which uh, a lot of people believe is a work of nonfiction, actually, uh, where he tells a story about uh, remote viewing himself on, uh, on the moon. And while on the moon, he, he sees a, a structure of some kind. And uh, within that structure is uh, a being of, of some sort that looks at him and can see him and knows he is there. And uh, it freaks him out so much that he, he loses his mental, his uh, remote viewing um, 
session and, and, and fades back into reality uh, to, to then tell the interviewer that uh, he was was spotted. Somebody saw him. He could feel someone staring at him. So the and, and there's more stories um, from Ingo Swan and from others even that they had uh, remote viewed um, people and had been remote viewing people within um, common places of of uh, within towns like a grocery store things like that where they had been in the process of remote viewing someone and uh, had found out that while remote viewing though that person was able to know that they were being remote viewed so whether or not these things are true i actually happen to believe that uh, most remote viewing in general is is very true there's actually a lot of proofs and stuff about it and uh, part and part partly too you know to, to bring to bring up another example real quick there are there is great research that has been done um, about our brains and people's mm, ESP abilities. I'm not I'm not going to call it ESP because it's just sort of a natural occurrence that I think uh, a lot of people do have, um, and, and that's that's being able to predetermine when something's going to happen, such as watching um, a video of something. And and this this all m m this example here all comes from uh, YouTube that you can find these videos. And uh, the one in particular that I'm referring to is from CBS Sunday Morning Show. Uh, one of the segments was was about ESP, and uh, <clears throat> they were showing uh, one of the one of the interviewers about uh, how how uh, watching something, uh, whether it's fearful or good, you actually have a reaction seconds um, before the actual image is released. So within um, within the within the, the segment about ESP, uh, she was shown a, a picture of something kind of scary, and then uh, her brain actually, before there was an image shown of a spider, her brain actually knew that a spider or that something fearful was going to happen, and so her brain readied herself, showing to me, pro proving to me that. Um, not only are things connected together, but that all things are connected together. Uh, not only is the information, but it's also uh, your your predetermined future, things that are going to happen. Um, another reason why I kind of believe in predeterminism. And uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I suggest you run on over and, uh, and give it a listen after this one. Um, it's real interesting, and, and I encourage you to think more about predeterminism in your own everyday life and, and see if you find similarities and things that may be true you know maybe we're missing something but uh so with remote viewing they're able to dive into a realm of consciousness that all of us are able to obtain uh, it just is you require it requires a lot of practice and it requires a lot of focus and um and, and just willingness to do it and to understand how it works but uh, the uh, the thing is, and this is I find this just absolutely fascinating. They they can go anywhere in the world. Think about think about it. Could you go anywhere in the world within your mind? Sure, you could. Why not? You've never been to Venice. Who cares? You know, just think about what it looks like, and perhaps maybe if you did this enough and uh, over a long enough period of time you know eventually venus venus venice would uh, come in you know to complete fruition in your mind and you would see everything and you would be there as if you were there in real time 
And uh, that is how that they uh, claim remote viewing works is in that sense that you you are you're looking sort of into not the future but into into another person's reality through this interconnected um, higher dimensional plane um, whatever it may be it clearly seems to be real and it, and it seems to be that uh, that it's that that's possible for everybody to achieve this so remote viewing being a thing you know whether it is or not whether you think I'm just spewing some bull bull crap or not the the fact of the matter is is that uh, things are interconnected so we can't just push this we can't push remote viewing aside and not take a quick look at it because we already can tell that things are so connected and we're working towards an even more interconnected future it's almost as if nature wants us to be connected we as nature ourselves as humans because we are uh, you know we are an outcome of nature we are striving to do what nature does which is connectivity interconnectedness of all things and um, when it when you move out into the out into space and you move out into um, or, or or you zoom I should say zoom into microscopic um, you know the microscopic world of, of quantum physics of small uh, particles and things of that nature everything is connected. Our planet is is connected within the sun within this solar system around the different bodies that orbit the sun. We are all connected. The moon's connected. Everything is connected, guys. How many more examples do I need to prove uh, to you that we, we are working towards a super connected future? And again, you know, this is a thinker episode, so I'm not going to make this into a full length or anything today. But <clears throat> I just want to touch base on this. The, uh, the, the fact is, is that we are becoming interconnected more and more every day. That's fine. But guys, we need to handle this interconnectivity very consciously. <laughs> And uh, we need we need to focus on what our future is going to be like, and we need to consider the possibilities and the outcomes of being interconnected with everything. If interconnectedness and connectivity is the way nature intends everything, then perhaps we we do need to strive for it. But we need to be careful that higher powers such as the governments and uh, private organizations, companies, um, things like that, they're not trying to take over this and run it you know we should be running everything as a civilization we we are the humans that live here we are the humans that will continue to be here and it's not the people that are in congress it's not the people that are in our government it's not scientists it's not we all have a purpose here and if people cannot see that then we are doomed we are absolutely doomed we all can have a purpose but you have to strive for that purpose. You have to work towards that purpose. I encourage you to find your purpose. Find something that is extremely meaningful to you. It doesn't matter what it is. But as long as you are sharing your knowledge and sharing the information that, that, that makes the topic important to you, more people will catch on. And in the future, we will construct an even better connected world because we are all conscious of what's going to happen. So guys, I hope this all makes sense. And I hope that I, I touched base on a couple different things that maybe you didn't think about. And that is the point of these Thinker Series episodes is to give you something to think about for your day um, or for the next couple of days. You know, 
just consider things. There's no reason why you can't think about them. No reason. Just because you don't understand something or just because you find something difficult, the fact that you're willing to learn is what is important. Willing to start from the beginning. Willing to learn what, what there is around us. Learn what there is in front of us. You know, you, you are capable of more. And uh, it's going to take a lot of episodes of me saying this, uh, that we are capable of doing more for people to finally realize it. Uh, it's in my, and it's definitely in my full belief that uh, it's going to require a lot of repetition. A lot of me explaining to people that this isn't some ordinary, uh, you know, thing we're doing, some computer simulated thing. This is very real. Life is very real. People kill each other every day. People steal, people rob. Life is so real. And if you're going to live in this life, then you need to understand why it's real. Why shouldn't you? It's your natural right as a human to understand where you've come from, why we are here, and what is to come. But so guys, I, I do hope I left you with something to think about today. That's the point. So uh, with that, um, you guys know the motto. So keep thinking. My name's Evan. Thanks for listening.